And so, see, they tried to freeze my man out, right? You know, I was doing the live with Al, and I told you people, we might not get the vans today because it's minus 16 in Colorado. But somehow, some way, our man Vans found a way. And he said, let's do this live today. Got the, got the internet back. Got my breakdowns done. Let's talk some Michigan recruiting. And so we got that. You got the fireplace going. You got the fireplace, the heat blowing. Got, got the, the fire on. Got I got the on. Bro, hey, I got up this morning. I told you it was a minus 16. I wasn't talking about windshield. Windshield was like a minus 30, minus 40. Right now it's warmed up. It's a minus three outside right now. And it's going to get to a minus one in probably the next hour or so. Then it's going to start dropping again. So, bro, it's cold. You go outside right now, bro, my hair starts freezing. i like, look at it, bro. I can't put no grease up there. <laughs> yeah, but, hey, look, man, the folks, they love the idea of having you a seasoned talent evaluator. You know, Al did it on the offensive side. But, you know, one of the things we get a chance to see with you, Vance, is a guy who, who coached and coordinated defenses and multiple conferences for years, but also the pro experience. So you've been in NFL draft rooms assessing talent. And so it'd be great to have you go over this recruiting class, which is what we're going to do today, go player by player and get okay. your thoughts on the guys in Michigan's 2023 class. Before we do that, I want to remind those of you who are watching us on YouTube, if you like, this program be sure to like the video be sure to subscribe to the channel that way you'll get a notification every time we do a new one uh, if you're listening to us on the podcast channel be sure to like the podcast be sure to rate it be sure to review it be sure to tell all your friends about it you can find it wherever you get your podcast and then of course where it all goes down you want to be up to speed on what really was going down with Jair Hill some of y'all were tripping out because he he removed Michigan from his top five. If you were a subscriber, you would have known not to panic that everything was going to be all right. All our people in Kankakee were saying Michigan. All our people in Michigan recruiting circles were saying Michigan as well. You would have known that if you were a member. See, but here's a, a great, great, great point for you. 50% off right now gets you that membership. Great bang for your buck and also get you access to all of the other sites on the 24-7 Sports Network. So take advantage of it while you can, especially as we're about to get into the new year. Nicholas Harbor still out there. Jaden Davis, his recruitment seems to be coming around the bend. You got a big-time defensive lineman from the West Coast in the 23 class still slated to visit. You got playoff coverage. You got all-star game coverage. Now's the time to get in over at MichiganInsider.com for 50% off. With that, Vance Bedford. So you looked at this recruiting class. Before we start getting into individuals, give me your – your broad brush, your overall thoughts on on these guys. And we'll talk portal guys at a later date. I'm just talking about okay. the guys in the recruiting class that I sent you that are coming in in 2023. What did you think of this defensive hall? I saw length. And I'm big on that as a defensive back coach, as a coordinator. I like length. Uh, I saw athleticism. Some of the defensive backslash linebackers that they recruited, they can go either way. They got a couple of 6'2 guys around 205, 210. They could probably stay back in the back end or move up and be athletic linebackers. So what I see in the future with this recruiting class, I see a very athletic defense, a defense that's going to be able to match up with a lot of people. Uh, they got a couple of defensive ends I thought that was raw. It's going to take about a year or two to bring them around, but a lot of upside. I mean, athletic, he's learned how to play. And a couple of kids, I think, might eventually move to offense. Uh, one young man I was I, we talked about earlier, uh, 
Brooks Byer, 6'6", 270. He reminds me, we recruited when I was there, uh, Steve Hutchison and, and Mo Williams. When I say he's going to be those kind of guys. Steve Hutchison, NFL Hall of Fame. Mo Williams started nine years as an offensive tackle for uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, a second-round pick. He reminds me of those kind of guys, a guy that's athletic but not what you necessarily want on the defense unless you're going to play a 3-4 defense and say, hey, you sit right here, don't get knocked out the ball. Mm-hmm. That's not what we do. We're a movement defense, and that's not what he does very well. He's a straight-ahead, anchor-down anchor guy. So I see a lot of good athletes on this team. I mean, you would think sometimes that with the season that we had, we playing for the college football playoffs, we say, well, Michigan should be a top-five recruiting team nationally. I think what they got, they went out and got needs. I mean, sometimes you start looking at rankings. I say rankings get you in trouble because some of those guys are overrated. I mean, somebody put stars on them. I'm like, who is that guy? I never heard of this guy. You put on videos like, like, okay, you go be a five-star guy for him. I'm going to beat him every time. So sometimes be careful about, well, we rank this and that. You've got some pretty good athletic players that defensively, they're going to be good football players for in the future. I don't know if people remember guys like Dahani Jones, Ian Gold, guys starting in the NFL. They weren't recruited guys. Ian Gold came to us as a running back, made him a linebacker. He started in the NFL six, seven years as a linebacker because he was fast and athletic. And I think this recruiting class fits that. And your last guy you got in the draft, I mean, in, in recruiting, the corner, I think he he is like the the, the 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 ice cream with the cake. He's the guy, in my opinion, is going to come in. If he don't start the first ball game, he's going to be the starter at the end of the year based on, you know, if, if Green comes back, if Turner comes back. Okay, now if they leave, he should be able to pop in there right now, and you're going to have two big physical corners that are going to lock up, so let's go play man-to-man. So I think he's going to give you the depth that you need. He's going to make us a better secondary next year than we had this year. And, and a couple of safeties in this class, athletically, I, I like what I saw. I really, if, man, it's a physical, physical recruiting class on defense, and I like that type of thing because if you throw it across the middle, we're going to have a lot of personal fouls next year with these guys. They try to hurt you. They're saying they try to hurt people. Man, I think it's a great, great recruiting class. Don't worry about your rankings. Be happy with what you have. Don't be worried about what you don't have. Yeah, so one of the things they did, because, look, they chased they chased a lot of the five stars, uh, and they were missed for, for a variety of reasons. I think you had some staff turnover, uh, recruiting staff, some recruiting staff turnover, too, that contributed to to a little bit of a lag. Jim was obviously looking at the NFL. That, that kind of contributed. You also had NIL and adjusting to NIL and how that affects recruiting. That was a big deal. But what they did a very good job of, and again, we'll get into this at a later date, is you said they got a lot of developmental guys in this class, guys that maybe won't come in right away and be impact guys, but they went and got that in the portal in a big way, right? And so we'll talk about their portal guys, but I think they went and found them some starter impact guys uh, in the portal that will – make up for whatever they didn't get for as far as instant impact goes in this class. But let's start off first with the, with the guy that you led with. He's not the highest rated guy in this class. He's not the highest rated guy on defense. I'm talking about Jair Hill. He's the guy that they landed yesterday. Vance, he is ranked. And I think our rankings guys do a, a great job. Let me, let me stick up for our rankings guys at 24 seven sports. They are coaches. Right. Sometimes, you know, the coaches, the, the, the analysts and the coaches aren't 
Iron all the way eye to eye. I'll give you a real quick story. Cooper Patagna, who works with us at 24-7 Sports now, when Michigan offered Aiden Hutchinson, he was like, I don't know about that. I think it's kind of early on that on that guy. And Greg Madison was like, man, what you talking about? <laughs> I, I can hear Maddie, too. I can hear Maddie going off on him. <laughs> See, he, he, was, he was not a recruiting analyst at the time. He was a recruiting staffer at Michigan at the time. And so Maddie was like, hey, man, I get paid to do this. <laughs> I, get, I, get, I get paid to do this. That's going to be a guy. And so I give Cooper a lot of credit who works with us at 24-7 Sports now. He came back and said, yeah, old ball coach knew what he was talking about. I said, hey, man, they, they, they nod to the coaches, and they get a lot of insight from the coaches as well. The guy that I want to lead with is actually the fourth highest rated player in the class. He's number 195 overall, but I think he's a top 50 talent, Vance, and I'm talking about Jair Hill. I, I think he's an absolute ball player. I told people if Michigan gets this guy, you need to be doing cartwheels because I think he has impact player written all over him and could be one of the stars of the team down the line. Sam, he played every, every place. I saw him playing quarterback and throwing a touchdown. The boy throws like me. He can't throw a lick. <laughs> but he plays wide receiver corner. He plays safety. He plays wide receiver. He has great ball skills. That's the first thing I look at. When I was a DB coach in the NFL, first thing I would look at more than anything else first, can he play the ball in there? He can do that. Then I look for toughness, and I talk about speed. I saw all of those things. His short area quickness, his change of direction, I thought was outstanding. His physicality when he came up to run support is outstanding. He, he is a typical Michigan guy. He reminds me of a William Peterson who I had, who ended up, you know, started in the NFL for about seven, eight years as a cornerback. William was a physical guy, had good ball skills. He was a running back in, in, uh, in, in high school. This kid kind of fits in that mold. But he's more athletic. He has better hips, better feet. And so this, I think this kid is a potential starter. And a lot of guys that, that we're going to talk about, I didn't see him as starters. You know, it's easier to start in the secondary or play wide receiver in another position on the football field. And I think he's a starter for you right now. I, I think, it, it, again, if, if Green and, and Turner decides to come, not come back, it's going to be hard to keep this young man off the football field. Even if they do come back, he's going to be playing quite a bit. I, mean, I love this kid. I, I think that Michigan will have two good corners for the next two or three years with these guys. Yeah, man, J- Jair, and, and he's a 800 meter guy. That was a, that was last year as a junior. They say he's faster than that now, and he plays fast, man. I mean, that's the thing. Really good recovery speed. Really good short short area to quickness. Here's what I don't know in, in comparison to Will. You know, Will Johnson, both their dads played college football, by the way. Uh, Will's dad played in Michigan. I think uh, Jair's dad played in Northern Illinois. So you get you get that that experience that's in part a teacher. But Will, man, Vance, they had Will working out against high school kids in middle school. They had Will working out with pros, NFL guys in the summer throughout high school. So you got a guy who really learned how to think the game at an early age, and you sort of commented on that, man. Look at how he's breaking on this football. Look at his route recognition. That's a guy who has a he really high football IQ, really quick uh, when it comes to uh, his learning curve. And then, of course, really, really good at film study. I don't know about those things with Jair, so I don't know if he's going if he's going to hit as fast as Will wind up hit. 
I think it could. I mean, once he gets in there and Coach Clinks get with him and starts saying, this is how you watch video. What do you see here? And why is this guy running this route here? Why is he changing his feet here? Look at his split. I think when you sit down and start talking to this kid, because he has all the skill set that you want. Now you got to teach him, give him the knowledge that he needs. And I go back to Sir Charles Wilson. Charles had no idea about how to play. He just went out there and played on skills. So we have to sit down and teach him how to watch the video, to understand splits, understand formations. And once he figured that out, the rest is history. I think this kid has a huge upside to him. He has some things you can't teach. You know what that is, Sam? He can run. Mm-hmm. You just told me he can 10, 700 meters. I can't teach that. You got some other guys that don't run 10, 700 meters. So in other words, he has catch-up speed. So I like that, number one. And his physicality, he loves contact. I like that. And then athletically, when the ball's in the air, he's not one of those guys looking for a PBU. He's looking for an interception first and a knockout second. He got something that he already has. So I, I, I think that's a big pickup. I think that's really huge. I think he – and like I said, he might be fourth in the class. When I'm looking at the defensive guys, to me, he might be first in the class. Because mm-hmm. I think yeah. he's a guy that can play right now. The other guys, they want to wait a little while. Yeah, I think he's the best player on the board for them. And I think when we come back and look at it, when I say he's a top 50 talent, I think he's going he's gonna to show that. Uh, he's going to play that way on the field for Michigan. Before we move on, Vance, you, you sort of mentioned DJ Turner and Jamon Green, and I wonder if you were advising them, you know, with all of your experience coordinating in college, all your your NFL experience, what would you advise them to do? Understanding that it's not one size fit all because I was talking to some coaches and they said, man, I would tell Blake Corum to go, right? He's on the fence about whether to go or to stay. Uh, as, you know, outstanding running back. But those same coaches were saying, I would tell DJ Turner uh, specifically to come back. I'm curious what you would tell DJ and even Jamon Green about, you know, whether they could improve their stock by coming back. I think they can improve their stock by coming back. Uh, I don't know if you remember a guy, had Janoris Jenkins at the University of Florida. You know, he went to a couple of Pro Bowls, and and we left, of course, uh, Florida. And he called me and said, Coach, should I uh, stay or come back? I say, to me, I say, stay. She needs to stand. We won't get your degree. I'm big on getting that education. I'm sorry. I say, but you can continue to improve the stock. I say, five ten, five ten and a half. is not going to make any difference right now. But if you come back and continue to play like you are, you could be a top 15 pick like Joe Hayden was. And he stayed. You know, but he has some other issues pop up. But for the two guys you got right now, if I'm in the NFL right now, I'm thinking Turner. And I don't know what's out there right now, to be honest. I'm thinking Turner is, is a third, fourth round pick. And somebody got to like him in the third or fourth round because I don't see the ball skills I want to see from him. When you walk up to press and play man to man, I don't see a guy that plays the ball. And, and Green's been injured this year on and off. And I don't see enough for him. To me, he is a late round free agent guy. Both of them can help themselves if they come back. But they got to also understand that they want to compete and have competition because you're going to have more depth there right now. So they're looking at those type of things also. But I, I don't see those guys coming out unless somebody said, well, you're going to be trying to you're a second-round pick. Okay, it's, I don't know what else is out there, but I don't see that right now. Just my evaluation of seeing every ball game this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you know he can run, but if he could show what you're talking about, what you've been talking about all season, you know he has it in him. Uh, I know he gets great, great tutelage. I uh, know he was reared by by a guy like Ray Buchanan, who wasn't a big corner either, but who was a pro bowler. Yeah. Big play, Ray could play. 
Big play rate can play. He, he was a ball hawk in college, though. Don't forget that. Mm-hmm. His stats, when the ball was in there, was off the charts. Okay, Turner's stats not that way. And he's done a lot of good things. He's a better zone player than a uh, man-to-man player. My thing is, if he were to come out and go to the combine, is he going to run like a 4-3-5? They say, he, they say he can run in the 4-3s. Okay, that'll help him out because I, I look at a guy – uh, I'm in Chicago. We drafted Charles Tillman in the second round. I had Charles Tillman as a fourth, fifth round pick. He goes to a combine at 6'1, 6'2. He ran a 4'4'5 and a 4'5'6. Went back, we looked at the video, went to his college, went up drafting him in the second round. He played 17 years in the league. Now they got this thing called a peanut punch. I mean, but his worth ethic was off the chart. And again, things that he did in college, it's like, we don't know. A lot of people said when you drafted uh, Charles Tillman, say, well, you know, man, I, I think you just got a guy that's not going to be very good. But his worth ethic was off the chart. Video, after practice, in your office, and it paid dividends. But, you know, Peanut was 6'1", 6'2", and he was only a 4'4", 8", 4'4", 6'6", but he played with the pads on. Sam, he played that fast. And he loved the game. And Sports Illustrated wanted to, put, made him, wanted to make him all pro his rookie year. That's how well he played as a rookie. I mean, so, uh, again, if Turner can go to the combine, if he comes out, he can run under 4-4 twice, third-round pick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see what he decides to do, and that obviously affects the uh, the outlook, the corner outlook for Michigan greatly, which is why corner was such a huge need uh, depth-wise. Man, <laughs> that's why we were talking about playing a Marion Walker, a receiver at corner. They really needed depth. They were able to get some of that with a guy like uh, Jair Hill who come in and play right away. All right, so now let's go in order of the ranking. The top-ranked player in the class is a defensive player named Eno Etta, a, D, a defensive line, a, a defensive end guy, uh, most likely out of Covenant Christian Academy in Colleyville, Texas, 6'4 260. Vance, what did you think of Eno Etta? I just wrote down, as good length, I thought he was very raw. I mean, uh, you could see the talent that was there. He plays with his hands well, can get off blocks, plays with great effort. Uh, he played a stand-up defensive end. Never put his hand in the dirt. You know, in college, he got to get out on a three-point stance. Big man, played against a lot of smaller guys. I mean, so I looked at the competition he was playing against, and he was just a dominant player against those guys. So what he's got to find out when he gets against guys his size are bigger, what's going to happen. But I think the kid is raw. I think the upside, you talk about the ceiling, I think it's very high. I really do. But I don't, I don't see a guy that's going to be ready to play right now. I think he needs to get in the weight room, understand how to play the game. He's going to get stronger, change his body up. And I think in a year or two, you're going to have an exceptional defensive end for him. But right now, I just think the kid is a raw talent. Who 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 is he in the, the current? Who is he most like? Is he like a big Mike? Who is he most like? I think potentially – because he plays hard and he has a – I think athletically, he's better than Big Mike. That's why I think his future's ahead of him. I think he needs a, a, a good year of sitting behind guys learning how to play. I think potentially he could be better than Big Mike. But right now, I think it's a ways to go. He has to learn how to play. Because right now, he plays against a bunch of small guys. He just run around, run over, run through them. You throw them out the way. He, they can't block them. Uh, but his, 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 his tool set is off the chart. Now he has to learn how to play. I think when Mike Elston get his hands on him 
and develop them and show them how to play, I think you're going to have a really good player that can be an all-conference player for a couple of years for you. All right. So let's go down to the next highest player rated, uh, number 300 in the 24-7 sports composite ranking, a four-star player, 6'2", 230-pound linebacker, Samaj Bridgman out of Philly. Uh, Imhotep Institute, what do you think of Samaj? I put athletic linebacker who plays better in space than he did in the middle, has really good uh, change of direction, uh, plays under control. I like a guy that plays under control. It means he can make plays in space, uh, has good acceleration. When he sees something, puts his foot in the ground, he can go right now. He, he can see a play develop and react to it. A lot of guys in, in high school, you don't see that with those guys right now. I think he is a, a, a really good outside blitzer. He fits our scheme extremely well. What we do, how we move guys around, what we rushing guys, what we drop them, uh, he fits what what we do on defense right now. But, but again, he can give us some depth on special teams. I don't see him ready to come in and play for us right now. I really don't. I think he needs some time. If you say I'm going to put him in a box and we're going to play uh, Penn State, they're going to run down here at him. I don't think he's the type of guy right now coming out of high school that's ready to do that. I think he's more of a wheel linebacker or a, a Sam backer that can play a nine technique to give him a chance to develop. I don't think he's ready to get in the middle right now and say, okay, they're going to run down. here. actually go take this on. I didn't see that with him right now. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, the next guy was a late pickup, Michigan. Very it increased their activity in Ohio down the stretch. And I was really excited to hear your breakdown of this dude uh, because he looked like a really high IQ, really instinctive, defensive back made plays on the ball seemed to me to understand where his help is talking about the cornerback out of Cincinnati Winton Woods six foot about 170 pounds Cam Calhoun Cameron Calhoun what did you think of Cam Cam Calhoun I put a good hands to play the ball when it's in the air uh doesn't mind contact I like physical corners man he yeah, he he gets into it he likes to talk a little trash too that's my kind of guy I'm from Beaumont Texas okay anytime we don't play spades I hadn't played in about 20 years let me know I can talk it up okay he can read and diagnose plays he has the size to match up on big receivers he's physical enough to play safety if you want to move him inside plays under control and can tackle in space this kid is a player I put but I didn't know his speed I don't know enough about him. I don't know if he runs track, play basketball. I liked everything else about him, but I never saw him in a situation and say, this guy has that kind of speed. Right. But everything else, I like what I saw. He plays in the football position, great change of direction, body control, balls in there. He can go make plays. I just don't know about his long speed. That's one thing I did not know. But I did like him. If he can't play corners, not a doubt in my mind, he could be a nickelback or safety. So I think he's a winner for us. Yeah, they didn't put him in a lot of those situations where he had just had to flat turn and run with a guy, right? Um, but I just – his ball skills were – they jump off the tape at you, uh, and you really see him understand – he had good coverage discipline. He understood mm-hmm. – uh, like I said, understood with great route recognition. He was able to jump routes, pick off balls. You could tell he's a really smart football player. But to your point, you don't know speed. The other thing I didn't know, Vance, you know, he, he has a physical mindset, but he wasn't a very he, – he needs to be in the weight room. He looked like he's about 165, 170. See, I, I didn't know that. I, I thought he was around about 180. So if he's 160, 165, he's going to need some time. Well, he's, list, he's listed at 170. But here's, here's what, what gives me some hope. Like he's a guy that maybe he could add some depth for them as a freshman because he's enrolling early. 
So he gets okay. a chance to go through, you know, a whole winter and spring of strength and conditioning in a college program. He could probably put on 10, 12 pounds before his freshman year. If he can do that, he'll do some depth right now because the things I saw like him, you know what else he can probably play? Nickelback. Mm-hmm. Remind you a little bit of Dax. Uh-huh. Look at the size-wise, the change of direction, the physicality that he brings. If he's on 165 pounds and what he plays, he looked like he plays – I thought he was 180 pounds. I mean, he come up there and he – well, he put the wood on him now. But that short area quickness, you want that at Nickelback. So you know, and let me, let, me be clear. let me be clear. That was that was an estimate, just eyeballing him. He's listed at one seventy. Here's what we okay. know: he's thin. He needs to add some okay. some muscle to his frame. So I don't want to give. I don't want to make him smaller than he look. look when you're a small guy, don't take don't take weight. Don't take inches from me. Right? <laughs> right? Hey, give, don't, give don't take the inches. Right? You know <laughs> what I'm saying? So I don't want to take away some pounds from the young man if he's one seventy. But he needs to. He definitely needs to add some mass. Uh, to the equation, and if he does, if he's coming in early, he can help early because now he's gonna be he'll learn the defense right now. Mm-hmm. He's gonna get in the weight room. He's gonna put on by the time the season rolls around, he put on ten pounds. I mean, they're gonna feed him well, put him in the weight room. Uh, he's gonna get acclimated to how things are done. It's gonna be a plus. He's gonna be ahead of the game. So I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case that he gives us some depth at least on special teams next year. Mm-hmm. All right. So when if I talk about Jair outperforming his ranking as he's the what, what did I say Jair was Jair was ranked 195 the other guy that I think is is when it comes to really far surpassing where they have him ranked Vance I'm excited about Jason Hewlett man Youngstown Ohio Cheney High School 64220 you said you you want to know what else he's a track guy he's a basketball guy you love to talk to him because he got he definitely has that dog in him coming out of Youngstown, Ohio. Vance, when we look back on it, Jason Hewlett is another one that I think we're gonna look back on and say they got him one. Well, yeah, my notes I put the kid is athletic. He played every position, wide receiver, linebacker, kick returner. So you can see his his athleticism. I mean, he's a safety slash wheel linebacker at 220. He's gonna probably be 240 before it's over with, so he's gonna be a linebacker. Has great ball skills. He loves contact. He can see he's going to put on weight. I said the kid to me is still a raw talent. I think they done stole one. I think once they develop him, he could be the steal of the whole class. If he develops where I think he can, what I saw on video, his athleticism, his size, I'm just in, in two years, not this coming year, but in two years, if he keeps going how he's going, he might be the steal out of everybody on defense. All the guys we've been talking about already, potentially, he could be that guy. You know, it's the biggest thing. How does he learn? I mean, does he understand the game? Is he willing to work hard? Is he willing to go and play on all the special teams to become a better football player? Is he the type of guy that's willing to sacrifice? And what I mean by that, what is he going to be willing to give up to be a great player? Some guys don't realize to be a great player, you got to give something up first. You got to sacrifice to fit your role. If he's willing to do that, he could be the still of the class. Mm. So he's a guy that they played everywhere. He played linebacker. He played receiver. He played in the secondary. So uh, he's 6'4", 220. Where does he project? Based on what you know this scheme, you know what they do defensively, where does he best project for them in your eyes, man? He's a real linebacker. He's, he's going to play behind my man, Barry. He, that's, that's, that's the spot right there. I mean, he's a guy right now, in my opinion, I'm going to protect him. 
and let him run to the football. That's what he's going to do a great job of. He'll be great in coverage also. I mean, because he can run. He can change direction. He has, he has the skill set that you're looking for in the wheel linebacker. That's what it is. Now, because of what we do, you don't need a, a big physical mic. The Big Ten, not it was 20 years ago, they're getting our backs. He's going to run power at you. So if we protect him, he can play Mike linebacker because he could run and hit and get off the of blocks. Like I say to me, he could be the steal of the whole class. Jason Hewlett. See, so, hey, man, I, I, I like that I was – I like that you confirming what what I thought initially, uh, that, yeah, this is this is one that I think Ohio State is going to regret. And he has that chip on his shoulder about that too. He's like, okay. You know, because Ohio State didn't offer him. Oh, they did? No, they didn't. <laughs> so he, that's exactly what he said. He said, okay. Ain't offer me. We you got to see me though. You ain't offer me, but you got to see me. Oh, he so. he. Hey, when they play Ohio State, he'd be all world in that game. I can tell you that right now. They made a mistake. I, I would offer them at the last minute, just so you know. Hey, you, last minute, come check us out. We got a spot open up. I might be lying, but I'd have told them that anyhow. <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, let's uh, move down the line. To another late pickup. He was picked up here in the last few weeks. A guy who was initially committed to Wisconsin, but opened his recruitment up when the coaching coaching change happened. He looked real hard at Illinois down the stretch. You know, their DC left. I think he would have still picked Michigan even if the DC, the Illinois DC had stayed. But Roderick Pierce out of Brother Rice High School down in Illinois, down in the Chicago area in Illinois, 6'3, 290-pound defensive lineman. What did you think of Roderick Pierce? I know that say plays with great leverage. He's quick off the ball. And his first step, he can go. Uh, he delivers a good punch. He knocks guys back. Uh, he uses his hands to get off of blocks. Plays with good fundamentals. I think he is a well-coached kid right now. He fits the defensive scheme because he shows great lateral quickness. And we do a lot of moving with our down guys. And Nate did some of that in high school. And the way he moves and stays square when he moves and stay in the football position, again, he would give us some depth. You hope he won't have to play next year, but if he had to, he can he can give you probably 10 to 15 snaps a game right now. So, again, I think long-term for this kid, I think he's a really good pickup. And I think he'll be, at worst, he'll be a two-and-a-half-year starter, you know, for Michigan right now. They said um... – uh, or he said, I should say, because we interviewed him yesterday, that they compared him to Chris Jenkins, number 94. Okay. Um, they they feel like he could be a guy, probably be that that three tech. Uh, you know, the, the thing about him, though, is he said they, they might try him outside some too. They feel like he has, you know, inside outside versatility that he might be able to give them some, you know, some 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 five in there as well. I'm, I'm curious what you thought about where you would slot him, how you would play I'm putting him a three technique. Mm-hmm. And because we move so much, he can play nose. So they play a zero, they play a shade, and they play a two-eye. So they move them all, all over the place. As much as we angle and slant, if you get a guy like him at nose, he could be so disruptive. 
He can destroy offense. He can control both a gaps. You put him at a three technique. I mean, one on one, the way we move, he'll do a great job. And sometimes, in a, and we run three four scheme. He goes to a four or five technique. So I see the kid at that size, six three two ninety. He plays with great leverage. He a three technique to a shade for me. I think that's how they're going to play him, too. All right. So the next guy, man, Vance, exactly what you said to me before we came home was what I said yesterday. Brooks Barr, another guy, another Illinois guy, Loyola Academy in Wilmette, Illinois. Or, yeah, Wilmette, Illinois, 6'6", 270. I said, man, I, I could see him having a higher upside as an offensive lineman, and that's exactly – before we started, said, you know, they got a guy on here on defense that I think would be better on, on offense, Brooks Barr. I knew right away who you were talking about. The kid doesn't fit what we do defensively, just my opinion. Uh, he's a big guy, not quick, not a great movement guy. He can hold a point. I mean, you take a double team because he's 6'6", he can hold a point. He has a tendency to play high at times because he is 6'6". Six, six. He's kind of a waist bender. And I made notes that said, Back when I was there, we had Steve Hutchinson and Mo Williams. They were defensive players out of high school. I think they might have played one snap on defense, moving to offense, and the rest is history. Okay. Right. I'm not saying he could be as good as those guys, but I'm saying he can give you some depth. He's athletic enough to be a really good offensive tackle if he doesn't play defense for you. I, again, I just, he didn't fit what we do. We're a movement defense right now. And I don't see the explosive first step out of him. I see a big, long guy that's kind of a long, slow strider. And that didn't fit us at all. I really don't. And I could be totally wrong about that. The video I saw, that's just my evaluation of the young man. I think he's going to be a good player for us, but I see him as a good player on offense, not on defense. Well, hey, man, I mean, the two guys you mentioned, uh, you know, they came in as defensive linemen and went on to play offense. One is a Hall of Fame, and the other one is a 10-year pro. (laughs) So they got four boys. Uh, cause his, his Mo's wife is one of my, one of my wife's best friends in the world. They got four boys, Vance. First of all, I said, they need to have a fifth, go ahead and have that offensive line, but they're all like Mo. They're all, they're all big boys like Mo and Rue, his wife is, is six one. So, you know, they, they got five offensive or four offensive tackles. I mean, think, so, think about this back when he came out, you had Steve Hutchinson, Jeff Backus and Mo Williams. So they come to the senior bowl, all three of them. Okay, and many are rolling guys off the ball. So I went and talked to those guys. I said, man, whatever you do, keep doing what you're doing. The coaches love that. They're blocking guys 10 and 15 yards down the football field. You're talking about offensive line. So people forget how talented that offensive line was, you know, back then. You know, Lloyd Carr and, and Mike DeBoer and all those guys, they recruited some talented offensive line. And I'm just saying Brooks might fit that same mold. I, I don't know that, but potentially I think that's where he's going to end up being. All right, so an intriguing guy because he comes from overseas. Americ Kumba, 6'4", 230, edge guy. He comes from the same um, program that pro- produced Julius Velchoff, who, you know, really good athlete, but, you know, the learning curve from, from overseas to American football, which he hadn't played, was really, really steep for him. So his athleticism really never translated into production at Michigan benefit for this young man is he's actually played the game. Right. And so it's still going to be a leap Vance, but it won't be as big a leap as it was for Julius. I'm curious what you thought of America Kumba with what little 
uh, you were able I, to see from him. I like his length. I like his change of direction. He plays in a football position, I think, is really good. Uh, he runs well. He runs the ball, gives you great effort. He needs to get in the weight room. I don't think he's very strong. Uh, he needs a whole lot of coaching. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a potential guy. A lot of talent there. Now, can you mold him to understand the game of football? Uh, watching the guys he played against, man, it's like a feel. I just do a feel in my backyard. That's how I look sometimes. Okay, so he played in a whole different level. He's not going to be used to what he's going to see once he gets to Michigan and gets into Big Ten football. Mm-hmm. So I think he, he's a guy so he, maybe two years away. Mm-hmm. But if he can develop and learn a game, I think he'll be a solid player for us. All right. So this next kid, a tackle machine, Vance, as a senior, this man had 197 tackles. Now, understand something. There are players that don't get 197 tackles in a career. Hayden Moore had 197 tackles as a senior in high school, Vance. 17 tackles for loss and seven sacks, 17 quarterback hurries. I'm talking about Hayden Moore, 6'3", 210 pounds. I'm wondering if you heard about him because he, he's from Colorado, from a rural Colorado, Regis Jesuit. I don't know about anything about the level of football he's playing. I just know if he saw it, he tackled it. I got. I, I didn't get that. I didn't have that video. That's one I didn't see. I got to know. I had no video on okay. Hayden Moore. Okay. And right. I noticed in Colorado, and I was thinking, how in the world uh, did he leave this state to get there? And I know your linebacker coach used to coach at Colorado State, mm-hmm. so I know he probably had a tie in ties into him. But that school is a really good program, really good coaches. Uh, I don't know a lot about the kid, but if you came and got him. He must have something to him, but I, I didn't see him on video. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. he, he was committed to Nebraska and okay. uh, opened things up when the coaching change happened. This was a guy that Michigan had been on. You just know, hey, man, dude put on, get that many tackles. He got to, he has to be able to diagnose plays really, really well. He has to be able to get off, off blocks. Either he can, he can track the ball sideline, sideline to sideline, probably. Those are the things that that uh, you know. I, well, see, if he must have been a four-year starter than some hundred nine tackle, that's got to be over four years. If you tell me it's over two years, he playing his team must have been sorry then. Cause he had to make every play. No, everybody must have fallen down. He made every play. I mean, yeah, it is. Yeah, you know, padding his stats. You talking to the wrong guy? You said guy had a hundred ninety tackles. Yeah, I got to steal my own eyes. Somebody lying to me. Uh, hey, that's what. Uh, I re- hey, that's what they say. I can't, I can't back it up saying I watched every tape to say he had that many tackles, but that's what they list him as, 197 tackles. So. Somebody's been drinking the Kool-Aid. It wasn't me because I didn't see him on video, okay? <laughs> I don't think he's going to find him somewhere. <laughs> uh, all right. So I'm going to hunt down some Hayden Moore uh, video. When we break down the um, the transfers, the transfer okay. world, guys, which we will do at a later date, we'll throw Hayden Moore in that mix. Getting back to Ohio, Cincinnati, Ohio, Princeton High School, Breon Ismail, 6'4", 220-pound uh, linebacker. What did you think of uh, Breon? I put athletic kid with good skill set. He can run as good change of direction. You got to put he is raw and needs some time to develop. He plays better in space than he did in the box, uh, plays better as a defensive end coming off the edge than he did as a linebacker. Okay, in the 3-4 defense, he would do well as a nine technique. Shows really good pass rushing skills. He played better in space as a walk-out linebacker or defensive end. So if you're going to make him a linebacker, 
it's going to need some time. But at 6'4", 220, you know what you're telling me finna be? He's going to be six. If he's still growing, if he's 18, he's going to be a 6'5", and about 265. So you got he's gonna be a, a job Okay, yeah. So you got a couple. Of, so him, Breon Ismail, and Jason Hewlett, both six four two twenty. But you see, Breon is more of an edge, and and Jason is more of a of a wheel backer. Yes, and I, that's exactly what they what I heard about Breon is that they they're looking at him as an edge guy. So man, you, you, you see it, man. Yeah, when you saw the video, that's what I saw. I, when he was in a box, he wasn't a natural. He played better as a, as a outside uh, defensive end. He played better in space, that type of thing. So for him to move him inside, it's going to be something totally different for him. Not saying he can't do it, but his pass rushing skills I thought was pretty good. And I think the one thing that Michigan needs is, again, to go find a guy that can play a defensive end that one-on-one can give people problems. Well, I think he has the potential to do that. Yeah, wait till you see – the film of the transfer portal guy out of Coastal Carolina, Josiah Stewart, who they beat uh, S. It was SC, uh, LSU. Uh, he, I think he had something like 12, 13 sacks as a freshman. Uh, you know, he caught a lot of double teams as a sophomore. So his numbers dipped a bit, but he's a guy that could come off that edge. And he's yeah. he has some experience. So they're going to be able to plug him in right away next year as a, as a portal guy. I'll have you break his film down. At okay. a later date, just to uh, throw this in here about Jason Hewlett, who we just mentioned, Marty Cornwell said Jason Hewlett will be the one we, we will be talking about when we talk about this class. He is a freak. That's what you said earlier in the show, Vance. Yep. He, upside, I say he could be the still of the whole class. He could be the still of the class. All right. So um, another one that's getting votes, because I, I mentioned Jair Hill and Jason Hewlett as my guys that would really outperform that ranking. When I mentioned those two names to guys on the inside, they didn't disagree. Mm-hmm. But they said, watch out for DJ Waller. DeWan Waller, Youngstown, Ohio, Cheney High School, 6'3", 195 pounds, and Michigan is going to play him at corner. I didn't know he was that big. 6'3"? 6'3", 195 pounds, and they're going to start him out at corner, I was like, man, is there, there's not a whole lot of corner film on his coach that he can play corner. He played a bunch of different positions as well, but he's a, a mid four five, four six guy. And you know, Michigan thinks that he could be he could be a an impact guy at the corner position with some training. Man, you told me it's four five, five, four, six, I mean, it's that's different from me. I mean, I, I, I might try him out, out there. But, man, he has to be a very instinctive player to play corner. I like his size. I like his height. But, again, you would say four, five, five, four, six, and I put on all the shoulder pads and everything else, he's still not going to play that fast because I did like him. You know, he played wide receiver. He was a kick returner, great ball skills, played the ball really well. I said he'd be a physical safety now. He'd be a man-to-man guy. If you want to go man-to-man him a safety, he'd be a great guy for that. He'd take your head off as a nose for the ball. When he's in the box, boy, he is a flat-out baller. I mean, he's he, he better than some of the linebackers we, we signed, okay? Uh, I thought he had average short area equipment, which is a concern playing corner. Uh, shows good range as a safety. I say I don't see him as a corner at this time. And you say he's four five five four six. I have to question that. I mean, now, if you go back and say we're going to play in the Big Ten in the 1970s, four five five four six is blazing. 
But we're playing in 2023, four, five, five, four, six is a state. Mm-hmm. And that's also called TD for the other team. <laughs> I'm just saying. I love my guy. So, but again, but I don't have all the background information. I hadn't seen him on track. I hadn't seen him right. playing basketball. Just watching the video, he didn't show me he had the long speed to get out there and play at that position. Now, if he can keep guys in front of him and get his hands on him because he's 6'3", yeah, he could do that. You know, But, again, oh, we're a man-to-man team right now. We're more of a zone team, and we throw in some man. So, from the standpoint, say, we're going to play zone, play some some uh, cloud technique, cover two, or cover three and bail. Okay, yeah, I'll live with that. As soon as you go man-to-man, people going to take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, um, Jamon, Jamon Green, is like a four five five four six guy, and and this kid, this kid is longer, is longer than him. So I he think has some problems this year, right? <laughs> huh? He has some problems here, right? Yeah. Okay. You just you just made my point. I, hopefully, I'm wrong. I'm not coaching. That's just my observation. Again, as a DB coach, the first thing I look at now, like I told you, I want ball skills. The kid has ball skills. He has toughness. I'm looking at speed. Does he have the speed to get out there and match up? Because we're gonna so we're gonna play cat covers. Can you walk up and play cat cover? You get your hands on him, but now we're getting a foot race, which I don't like. My man Turner getting foot races all the time and getting what? A whole lot of trouble. And you tell me he run four three. So now you just told me a guy ran four five five four six. Come on, man. I'm not drinking Kool-Aid just yet. See, but he's not gonna give a free release though, Vance. Okay. If he, if he does that, okay. I just I told you earlier, I, I went to visit Seattle, the Seahawks. They had a young man from UTSA, fifth-round pick. He's 6'4". But guess what he ran at, at the combine? Yeah, which is legit. He ran, yeah, ran 4'2", 5", 4'2", So you can't run by him. You can't throw off him. He had catch-up speed. Now, are you telling me this guy got catch-up speed? No. no. I don't. What I saw in the video, I didn't see that kind of speed. If he did, then I, if he ran 4'5", flat, I'm good. He can do that. But you just told me he ran four five five four six. I mean, he's a legitimate four six guy. That's what he is. Yeah, yeah. So because he's uh, long legged, his short area quickness not there. Malachi said you get a four five to a four four. He also said Sauce Gardner. Now he's not Sauce. He not Sauce. Sauce was mid four. No, Sauce ain't no mid four five guy. Sauce ran a four four, like a four four flat at the combine. Sauce can run. Sauce, Sauce a pro bowler. See, it's Sauce. Man, Sauce was Sauce was different physically coming out. Like, this kid is 6'3", 195 pounds. Sauce might have been 6'3", 155 pounds coming out. Like, he was he was real thin, and they added muscle and added explosiveness. To, but, but, you know, when you talk about Sauce Gardner, you talk about a guy who – how did he end up at Cincinnati, not at Ohio State, Michigan, well, or Penn State? Because he's from Detroit King. He, he went to King High School. See, he was a guy to develop later. Mm-hmm. I bet you in high school that he ran track. I don't know that. Okay, now you got a guy who's 6'2", 6'3", 180 pounds. Been recruited by the big boys. And I could promise you, more guys recruited by safety. The kid at, at Seattle was a first-round pick going to a Pro Bowl. He was a wide receiver. They moved to DB his last three years in college. Ran 4'2", 4'2", 6". Now, if you're going to tell me this young man could run a – if he ran a legitimate 4'5", flat, I mean legitimate 4'5", flat, he played corner. If you tell me four, five, five, four, six, I got questions about. I really do. And be careful about comparing him to Sauce Gardner because we don't know. I don't know anything about Sauce except he was a first round pick for a reason. Because he upstairs now, he got to be really bright, really smart. I know about Sauce. 
know, knows about sauce a lot. Know about his coaches, and he was he was skinny. That's what you could see. He was so skinny, Vance. Mm-hmm. So skinny. I mean, we were talking earlier in the show about Cam Calhoun being light in the tail. Man, this dude, this sauce was even lighter in the tail. I mean, I mean, he's six three, and he, man, he had to be one one sixty tops. Yeah. I mean, you you talking about a bean pole out there? But they took he they got him in college. He he could always he always was fluid. So you know you see a lot of young a lot of long guys and they gangly. They don't have no no mm-hmm. coordination. You could see him. He at least had the coordination. But they were able to put some 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 explosiveness in by getting him in the weight room, and they developed that speed in him. The thing that and that's what I think about Cam Calhoun. Cam Calhoun is six one, maybe about one seventy. I yeah. think they're gonna be able to add explosiveness. To his frame over his career, mm-hmm. I what that's what I don't know about Dewan Waller because he's already 6'3", 195, 200 pounds. Again, watch this video. My concern was his short area quickness. See, if he's six three like the kid at the Seattle, I mean, you, he's quick. I mean, he he looks like a guy that's about five ten. He had quick feet and change direction. Okay, I didn't necessarily see that on a video I looked at on Dewan. No, that's some other video out there that might show that short area quickness you're looking for. I didn't see that. Okay, so that, that's my biggest issue. Okay, somebody said sauce wasn't sauce out of high school. That's true. He developed. There's no doubt about that. But he had something there to get to Cincinnati. They all got room to grow. Every kid we're talking about, they all got room to grow and develop. We don't know what any of them going to be. It's all speculation. Every guy we talked about so far, guys, is strictly potential. You just don't know. They might all turn into be a Pro Bowl player. Tom Brady. Tom Brady was a six-round pick. Whoever thought he's going to be playing how many years in the league? 20 years. Mm-hmm. Who thought that? I mean, so you, you really don't know. I mean, so they could develop later on in their career, become players. Some guys might not get any better. Somebody He was 163 pounds at a high school. Talking about South Garden. Yeah, okay. But, again, none of these guys are already made. That's the best thing about it. you got to still develop them. they got to grow, get in the weight room, learn how to play the game of football. Some guys take off. And some guys don't. You don't know that until you get them in there. So right now, all we're talking about right now is potential. What we have seen, what I've seen off the high school video. I'm not saying what I'm, it's exactly correct. It's what I see. If I was a DB coach or a coordinator as I'm evaluating video, these are the notes I wrote down on the video I had. Well, hey, if I could go and watch them in practice, I might have something different on it. Here's what we know about Vance Beffert. Developed. Uh, R.W. McCorders, developed Charles Woodson, developed Joe Hayden, developed Janoris Jenkins. I, hey, man, I look, we could go down the, the roster of guys, of DBs, of pros you developed. So the, it's more than just an opinion, Vance. This is an yeah. expert opinion that we get. Well, I'll give you a story. When I get to Michigan, and you know, uh, Dre Weller's one of my guys. I love me some Dre. They told me Dre Weller's could not play at Michigan. I was told that. Say Dre, Dre Weathers will never play here. You know, Dre Weathers was all conference for me mm-hmm. because he had what I was looking for the short area quickness, the toughness, uh, coachability. He could learn. He was tough. And if, if he didn't get hurt in the NFL, he'd have had about a five or six year NFL career. I mean, because he was that type of guy. He's going to be a star nickelback for the Giants. He gets injured. But, but again, he had certain things I was looking for short area quickness. William Peterson had short area quickness. James Whitley had short area quickness. And again, talking about my man Dewan, I hadn't, I didn't see that. But again, a guy that's six two, six three, sometimes it's not there. So what I'm looking for next 
is the long speed. Mm-hmm. I didn't see the long speed. That's the video I had to look at. So if I maybe I could see him live at five, might have a different opinion. But I know one place, place he can play. He'll play safety for you. He's going to be really good safety. He can't play corner. You should have told whoever told you that, even if it was Lloyd Carr. And he said, nah, Dre Weathers can't play here. Dre Weathers soft. You should have told me Dre Weathers from Flint, Michigan. <laughs> he said, ain't nothing soft about our Dre Weathers. That should have, that should have canceled any of those, any of those you know, ill-conceived notions that they had about Dre. And you're right. If he doesn't get hurt, if he doesn't blow out his knee, Dre plays for a long time. And he had a pick six in his first NFL game. Dre, I'm, I'm in Chicago, right? So Dre called me. He said, Coach, I'm, I'm not doing well. So what's going on? He said, Coach, I might be getting cut. He said, tell me what's going on in practice. He said, well, that's how they got his plan. I said, okay, Dre, do, do this for me. Do this in practice. Next thing I look, I'll be coming back. I said, Coach, I'm going to throw out Nickelback. <laughs> right. I mean, I just – but, again, he's a guy that we trusted each other. He can call me. And the coachability aspect was very important. And Dre had that. And I think that's key. So – all these kids we're talking about, guys, it's, it's all potential. We don't know how any of these guys are going to pan out. Some of them might be great. Some of them might not ever touch the football field. But you got you got to develop guys. It's just that simple. And sometimes it takes time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Listen, folks, uh, that's a, a full breakdown of the class. We are going to do uh, at a later date the portal, guys. Next on the agenda, though, is the breakdown of TCU. Vance has six games, six games, and he has the all 22. So the eye of the sky doesn't lie. He's really going to be able to see everything that goes down. So targeting next Wednesday with, with, with Vance, next Wednesday we, we're targeting to uh, give you your TCU, your, your Fiesta Bowl preview. So put that on, on your calendars. Be sure to subscribe to the channel or like the Facebook page or follow us over on MichiganInsider.com. That way you'll know when we're going to go live with the Fiesta Bowl preview. Al will do the offense. Vance will do the defense, just like always. And we'll break it down. But, brother, I just want you to stay warm, Vance. I want you to stay warm out there. Man, hey, we have two fireplaces going, and he's going, and I have my sweat on. And it's at eight. Well, let me see. What's the temperature out there right now? Let me take my phone right quick. Hold on. Let me see what we got here. Right now it has – Man, it's a minus three, and it's not going to get no better. That's the warmest it's going to get. Right now, it's going the wrong direction. At 5 p.m., my phone says it's going to be a minus eight. And that's not wind chill, Sam. Hold on. Let me go down to wind chill. Let me see what we got. It feels like right now a minus 16 out there because the wind is blowing. Guess, what, guess what's going to happen, Sam? The cold is on the outside looking at me. I'm going to go sit in my recliner and look at it. So we're looking at each other with a window and the heat going on between us. So we got a chance to stay alive around this, Sam. I hear that, man. Yeah, you stay warm. You have a Merry Christmas. Tell Maggie we said Merry Christmas. Tell her, you know what? We're all thankful for Maggie. <laughs> tell, tell Maggie we all thankful for her because she she allows you to come on with us on a weekly basis, right, to to command some of your time. So we appreciate Mrs. Beffer. Be sure to tell her that for us. Maggie, everybody say hello. <laughs> She's and, upstairs and, cooking right now. And can y'all get the man some steaks? Can y'all get the man some steaks, please? Hey, I never see those steaks to the day I die. You know, they just can't do it. They just can't do a coach right. That's all I'm saying. So if we if we set up, if we set up some sort of delivery for Vance, all right, y'all could comment in the if, respond in the comments because I'm gonna go look at them. 
If I get it set up for Vance, for y'all, it's a place where y'all can send this man some great, some not, not you know, not some ste- not some stuff you go, not them steaks you get over at IHOP. I'm talking about the real steaks, right? The real steaks. If I get it set up where you can send Vance some steaks, will y'all send the man some steaks, please? I'm just saying. I'm, I'm looking for, I got three grills. I'm headed down to Texas and, and uh, at the first of the year. Go see my family for a, for a few weeks. I got a grill on there, too. They can send it down there. Grill is already set up. I got a Traeger here, and I got a Traeger in Houston. I'm ready to go. I got three bags of pellet in my garage saying, hey, send them steaks on, baby. How you like them? Medium rare, rare, uh, medium. I'm good I'm to go. Medium. I'm a medium guy. I'm a medium I'll guy. I'll tell you. So, all right, my brother, you stay warm to the rest of you. Like I always say, if you like this video, be sure to be sure to actually like it. By clicking it, be sure to subscribe to the channel. Do the same thing over on the podcast page. Don't miss out on a great opportunity to get on over on the MichiganInsider.com. 50% off of an annual subscription is going on right now. That even goes for you monthly subscribers. You can upgrade to an annual for 50% off. Keep you up to speed on everything that's going on with Michigan football, basketball, and recruiting. So don't miss out over on the MichiganInsider.com. That'll do it for us. We'll see you next time, next week, doing the previews here on the Michigan Insider Breakdown. We'll see you then. With Vance Have a great Christmas. Have a great Christmas.